You are listening to She Speaks by the Great Canadian Woman. The great Canadian woman makes waves, she moves mountains, and she blazes trails. This podcast is a compilation of inspirational Canadian women sharing their message, their insight, their experience, and their expertise. and compassion, strength and softness, pride and humility, independence and connectedness. The great Canadian woman unites us by both our similarities and our differences, and this is where we listen, learn, connect and grow. You can learn more about our publishing opportunities, events and how to be a contributor on the She Speaks podcast or blog by visiting www.thegreatcanadianwoman.ca. Welcome. Settle in. I'm so glad that you're here for us to talk about reclaiming your voice in actively choosing vulnerability. My story is one that mimics so many others out there. I was sitting in a therapist's office with my spouse in 2018, a session that should have been absolutely fantastic, and a session that ended with her looking at me and saying, you know you have PTSD, right? I was completely taken aback by it because I was in this hyper-triggered, hyper-vigilant state of mind where everything was a threat. You see, I had built a life on childhood trauma, on assault, grief, postpartum depression, miscarriage, the loss of identity when I became a mother, and it all led to living a life of fear, to a life of darkness. Those four letters when she looked at me and said, PTSD. In one way, I felt so relieved that finally there was an answer, an answer that made sense. And I felt scared. What did that mean? Was this going to be a life sentence? I wasn't quite sure, but off to the doctor's office that I went. And I had a very open, raw, and vulnerable conversation with my doctor. You see, my abuser was a drug addict. That childhood trauma that I suffered was at the hands of a sibling. Somebody who in my home should have been a safe place for me to fall, but they weren't. And home wasn't home. It wasn't that foundation. It wasn't those four walls that kept me safe. It was a house of pain, a house of trauma. And then I started to heal. I got linked up with a naturopathic doctor and we started an aggressive acupuncture protocol for six weeks every other day 
then ebbing off into once or twice a week, spreading weeks in between. And once the triggers stopped coming so fast and so furious, I was able to do the work with a psychologist. I don't know if you've heard of this modality, but it's called EMDR, Eye Movement Desensitization and Retraining. Basically what it does is it uses bilateral stimulation to reframe and desensitize our memories of trauma. And in just six months, every other week, sitting in her office, doing this really strange, out of the box, out of body almost, feeling and sensation, I healed. PTSD, as I've come to know it, is a traumatic injury to the brain. And just like if you were to break your leg or sprain your ankle, those bones, those ligaments, those pieces of our body, they can heal. So can our brain when it comes to having something like PTSD. So what does it look like to be on the other side of the darkness? Well, I've learned that my story is the story of many and raising my voice, validating it, validating the story, it allows other people to find their voice too. And that's what I wanted to talk to you about today. I chose when I was diagnosed in 2018 to become very raw, very open, and very vulnerable about what was going on. I knew that it was going to rock the foundation of other people. I knew that it was going to upset my family. I knew that I was going to lose people along the way, but I also knew that it was right. The hardest things in life are often the easiest to put on the back burner. They're the easiest ones to walk away from because they're the hardest and most uncomfortable ones to do. But there is hope in fear. There is light on the other side of the darkness. And I found those pieces when I started returning to my roots. I started looking at the foundation of the modalities that I know, that I love, that I breathe every single day with poetry and writing, meditation and art. And I knew that there was a greater purpose to what I had been through. I knew that there was a greater reason for my going through this path and my choosing, actively choosing vulnerability my purpose, as it was so blatantly laid out in front of me, was to help other people heal. I wanted to share with you one of the pieces that I wrote after I got through those really, really, really dark times. Those things, these phrases, those words, those pieces that find their way and etch themselves onto your heart. The things that we tell ourselves in moments of doubt in the middle of the night that creep their way into our being and plant roots in our soul. She is me. I am her. I am home. There is hope on the other side of fear. There is light on the other side of darkness. These words, ones said with deep conviction, with truth weaving their way into my story and knowing 
that they're a reflection of something more. Not just my story anymore, but the story of he and she and they and us. You see, childhood trauma is something that many of us build a foundation of life on. Many of us plow forward, go through the motions, try to figure out where we fit in this grander picture of life. And yet we don't have the example of a strong foundation underneath of us. We have trauma, we have pain, we have deep-seated grief, we have a loss of identity. And what we really need is to be nurtured, to be held with compassion, to be held with love, so that we can come home. Today, as you sit there, as you listen, as you delve into these uncomfortable areas of your life, I encourage you, I challenge you to choose vulnerability, to raise your voice and say, this happened, this is my truth, to grab a piece of paper and a pen, to write it down and to start framing your story. When we reclaim our voice, when we take responsibility for all of those deep, dark-seated, hidden parts of who we are, we're able to come home. And what a beautiful feeling that is. Finding hope in the fear. Finding light on the other side of darkness. Two elements that I thought would never happen When I started working with my psychologist, it became very apparent that the grief that I felt over the passing of my dad was so deeply hidden that I barely recognized myself when I looked in the mirror. But I was there. I remember distinctly one day where my then fiance, now husband, and I were having an argument. What it was about, I have absolutely no idea. 15 years removed from the situation, but I remember being so angry and so triggered and so deep in those feelings of grief that I drove away from him. I've come to understand that my trauma response is anger, is lashing out, and that's exactly how postpartum depression manifested itself for me as well. That psychosis type episode would happen that yelling screaming throwing things even I turned into a person that I didn't even recognize but how could I when I actually never knew who I was to begin with because the life that I had built had been built on childhood trauma and abuse the abuse that I suffered in my own four walls growing up at the hands of a sibling, someone who is supposed to be your protector. It wasn't a safe space for me. So when I started working with my psychologist so many years later, uncovering and unburying all of that pain, all of that trauma, it became very apparent that I needed to go back and save my younger self. 
the absolute most impactful EMDR session that we did was a visualization exercise where I went back to the site of the initial trauma. And as an adult, I walked up those stairs into that room and I took the hand of my childhood self and I walked away. How empowering is that? Giving yourself the permission to go back to the site of your trauma and walk away. I held her hand and we walked across the street, sitting on top of a hill. And in my mind, we burned that house to the ground. The most impactful pieces of poetry that I think I will ever write in my entire life here on earth followed that session. She is me, I am her, and now I rise. My story is one, like I said, it mimics so many others. And now coming through on the other side of PTSD and learning that it is an injury to my brain, it is something I can heal from, it's something that doesn't have to be always there for the rest of my life. Knowing that has enabled me to become empowered, to actively choose vulnerability, to challenge my cognitive thought process and go out there to inspire others to do the same thing. When we do that, when we find our voice, we come home into our own bodies. We look fear in the face and we say, not today. We travel through the darkness, knowing that light exists on the other side knowing that we are deserving of joy, love, compassion, nurturing, hope, and light. My foundational practices are poetry, putting pen to paper and letting the words just flow out of my veins. It happens naturally without being forced. It's raw, it's real, It's not always pretty, but it's always, always vulnerable. My meditation practice, the silent moments of just sitting, breathing, and being. Remembering that I can breathe myself back into my body and all of those times that I was abused or traumatized or assaulted, they don't matter anymore because I've been able to come home. My art practice, sitting down with acrylic paint and canvas and making the most beautiful mess. Again, doesn't always make sense. It's not always pretty, but it is always most certainly vulnerable. Over the years, I have had the beautiful fortune of sharing my story with other people of growing comfortable in this discomfort, of saying to them, my voice matters and so does yours. This story isn't just about me anymore. It's about he and she and they and us. It's about us actively choosing vulnerability and digging into those darker parts of who we are 
of sharing our story and saying, this happened. And I'm not willing to allow it to have control over me anymore. I thank you from the bottom of my heart for being here today, for challenging your mindset and listening to something that maybe is hard, to opening your heart and challenging yourself to reframe your story, to find your voice, to reclaim yourself and come home in actively choosing vulnerability. Thank you so much for tuning into the She Speaks podcast by The Great Canadian Woman. Remember to subscribe to the show on your favorite player so you don't miss a single episode. And if you love what we're doing here, we would be so appreciative if you could leave a five-star rating and review on iTunes. And if you want to connect with today's guest or become a guest on the show yourself, head to thegreatcanadianwoman.ca forward slash podcast. Until next time, make waves, move mountains, and blaze trails.